Hi, I'm Dante. On Wednesday, we went to a we went to Opera North to view a show called Orpheus. I had an interview with three people who were participating in it, and one of the organisers. The organiser was called Elizabeth Simmons. They were all very nice, and they all have very intertwined uh, but varied cultures. Um, one of them played South Indian music, and they played the uh, sitar, and the others, one of them was interested in singing and vocal techniques, while the other was um, interested in instruments. So here is our interview with them. We hope you enjoy the special feature. Hi, I'm <laughs> Banana, and we're here with our special guests from the cast of Orpheus, Sanchita Pal, Deepanar Rasia, and Yalini Tanabal Singham. We've also got one of the people who organised this um, whole play, Elizabeth. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Elizabeth Simmons, and I work as part of the press team at Opera North, so I've been involved in this production from when it was first thought of four years ago. Thank you for being here and for getting us um, the opportunity to watch this. Would any of you um, like to introduce yourselves as well? Hi, I'm Sanchita Pal. I'm one of the cast from Orpheus. And it's lovely to be here with you all. What about you, Yerlini? Hi, um, I'm one of the singers, uh, vocalists uh, for Orpheus. I play the role of Nambike, which is Hope. Um, very happy to be here too. Thank you. And you, Deepa? Um, I am the one that opens the show, uh, kind of I'm the first face you see along with Amy Freston. And I have a kind of maybe two roles, like um, I'm uh, La Musica, so I'm the goddess of music. And I'm also the uh, mother of Eurydice, who is like the main uh, female character in the, in the, in the production. Thank you all for being here with us today. We've got a lot of interviews along with us. Amos, would you like to start with the questions? All right, yes. So uh, I'm Amos, and my question is sort of to all of you. Any of you can answer any time. And it's so, um, how did you all manage to blend and play music from different cultures and make it sound so good? So you're saying it was good. That's a yes. great start. That's a great start. Yeah. We'll, we'll feed that back to the composers. So. <laughs> great. <laughs> Um, shall I take this for a, yeah. for, for a couple of minutes? Yeah. So, like, say, for instance, two different people wanted to come to Seacroft, right? Um, they may not take the same road or the route. You know, one takes one road and, you know, they both get to the same place. So musically, it's the same. So you can create the same emotion or the feel or whatever, but you can use different instruments and different chord structures or melodies. Yeah. But... If you are sufficiently trained in both different traditions, you can actually see what the common factors are and bring those together uh, and get to the same destination. So the composers have worked together. Well, composers meaning Monteverdi was already there. That yeah. piece of work was already there. So Jasteep, who is the Indian composer, came along, listened to it, looked at the score and thought, okay, Right, this is what I can compose for this bit, which will fit. So what this project and this experiment really proved is that there's more things common, there's more things common to it than uh, there are contrasts. 
Um, and also, so do you know any of the different instruments that are used in the play, and why play or opera, and then why they're used instead of other instruments potentially? Good question. One of you would like to take it. I, yeah, I can okay. answer um, it. Too. So I'll be honest. I didn't know a lot of the um, Western instruments yeah. that were there, um, particularly from that time period. So, for example, I've never seen the lute before. Um, but on our our end, the Indian side of things, yeah. um, a lot of those instruments were chosen more so for the compositions. So yeah. the best instruments that support those particular compositions <clears throat> that were put into the production. So for my particular piece, I actually sing... I'm the only one in the play that or the production that sings a song from South India, from a South Indian tradition. Yeah. Um, and so the instruments that accompany me are from the South Indian tradition. So we have a violin. Um, so traditionally, Western violin is played um, a bit differently. You know, you hold it like this. Um, Indian violin, if you noticed yesterday, he was playing it facing down. Yeah. So that that's how it's played in South Indian tradition. And I also had an Indian drum, which if you noticed on stage, we had two drums. One is from North India, which is the tabla, and one is called Amirudangam, and it would play played differently. So the instruments were mainly chosen to best support the compositions that are, were put into the production. Now we're just going to pass it on to Mimi and Lydia. Hi, so um, I guess my first question would be, what drew you to this production? Like, what made you want to be a part of this amazing production that you have created? Um, I can take that and then pass it on. Um, I think as a musician born in this country and studying Indian music, I, I've always worked in collaboration. So um, I've always, always been in experimentative music. So whether it's with jazz or English folk music or whatever. So this was just, this felt like very much my my thing. And it was just so innovative and so new. For me, um, because I come from, I mean, I'm a classical singer, Indian classical. In India, we have two systems. One is Northern, which is um, Hindustani classical music, Kind of kind of style of music I do and Yali, my friend here, she actually does South Indian, which is Carnatic music. So you will hear a different flavor. I think it was effortless to start off with. I think you know because uh, um, any classics when they come together, it's a less effort. I have experienced through this journey that um, we speak almost we spoke the same language. You know, once it's come to music, once it's come to opera, I mean, the expression could be slightly different, but we blend it so well, you know, from both sides. Um, I just wanted to add, actually, we will talk about Jazz Deep at some point, but when Jazz Deep called all three of us and said there's this project happening, I think I immediately said yes, because I've known Jazz Deep for about 10 years, and I knew that when I said yes to this production, he would be very respectful of both music traditions. Um... And also from my personal point of view, I knew it was going to be a production that was going to push me as a performer. So, yeah, that's what made me say yes. That's really interesting. And I, I love that you've all like come together to create this production. And I just love that it's become what it has. Mm. And I believe we have a question now from Dante. Mm. Uh, hello. Um, how many languages were sang? It's in um, Hindi. Urdu, Tamil, Malayalam, and Bengali, Punjabi, and Bengali. Yes, so five or six, 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 six languages. languages. Yeah. Oh, that is a lot. 
that's not counting Italian. When you say Indian music, it doesn't really mean anything because there's so many regions, so many states and so many languages. So this is probably the best way to represent all of those South Asian cultures. So this is the way also we can involve and also we can showcase our thing, the community. People like you all can actually contribute wonderfully. It doesn't matter which part of the world you come from or which language you speak, as long as you have love for music and uh, the mind for collaboration or mind for receiving something new and merge with our own tradition. You know, I think that's any language is going to work perfectly. It doesn't matter if it's Hindi, Urdu, Bengali, or Italian. End of the day, the expression of music is I yeah, think, universal. Mm. Uh, so now we're going to have a question from Lacey. Hi, I'm Lacey, and I want to know what's the role of the conductor? Mm. The conductor's probably like the captain of the ship in a way. He's steering it in the right direction. He's got control over. He's watching everyone. He knows where everyone is. He can tell people which bar of which page, you know, which section. Um, he's listening back. He knows if everyone's synced up or not. He knows if everyone's expressing the same emotion like sometimes he'll stop and say no we need that more kind of expressive we need more joy we need more tension whatever it is um basically he is he is overseeing everyone's input so that so that there is harmony there is um consistency and everyone's performing to the same um direction Hi, um, we also noticed that um, some a musician in the background was um, using their palms to, I think, count yes, the beats. Well noticed, well noticed, yeah. So in Indian classical music, we basically have two very main elements, which is uh, shruti and dalam, which is basically pitch, and then this is the rhythm that we maintain throughout our music. So we actually maintain it, we show it, by using our hands so I, I do understand you had left that interval but I come on just after the interval and for my particular act I actually do incorporate that into my act to kind of as I guess as part of my character but also to help me when I am performing but it's basically to maintain the rhythm and, and you to just keep do. count of where keep you are where you are because Indian rhythms go in circles so it goes one two three four five six seven eight one two three four or whatever it is so everyone's on the same page like when you're counting like everyone's on beat eight or six or whatever it like is like my composition for example starts on the seven so if I didn't put this I wouldn't know where to start I would be starting from random places so that that's why we do that. so in the whole piece was there only um eight beats at a time or was there with her piece you could think of it as a um, eight but in throughout the production with all the indian pieces they were in different different time signatures like so you study music did you say you study music yes I do yeah. music so you know you have the time signature at the beginning of the stave like the three four or yeah. six yeah. eight or whatever it's the same thing right but yeah, it's kind of counted on your fingers. You don't necessarily have to show that you're counting. People count it in your head, in their heads as well. Mm. But we tend to feel it. So sometimes we use our hands to feel it and count it. And also sometimes those people understand and could do it. We'll actually follow. We'll show one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. So the beat will <coughs> indicate whether I'm on the, the, in, on the first or second or third 
Yeah. Mm. So in mm. overall, would it be easier for someone to um, keep track of the beats so they could let everyone else know what beat it is? That's yes. also, that's, that can yeah. also be, yeah. What was the role of, of music improvisation? Um, I mean, for me, improvisation is basically an expression of, it is your own personal expression. That's what it basically means. In my particular piece, um, I um, hope, so I'm uh, basically telling Orpheus if you do you know the story uh, roughly yeah. so I come in at the point where he's about to go into the underworld um, he wants to reunite with his wife and um, I'm saying look I've brought you here um, it's very dangerous here it's scary <laughs> don't go uh, but obviously you want to go so go ahead but I can't come after you um, and so when I improvise my particular scale um, I'm kind of trying to show that kind of emotion in my expression um at the start of the scene i'm kind of seeing the underworld i'm quite i'm hearing sounds i'm seeing lights so the way i improvise my particular scale i'll kind of focus on notes and i'll kind of uh show that emotion through my improvisation it's a very nuanced thing it's really yeah. difficult to pick up on uh but i'm i kind of show it through also how i act and how i'm moving and stuff but yeah. so in indian music there are different ways of improvising so you mm. can take a word from the composition and start improvising on that if you you must have been there for the opening right the opening so yeah. when i started when i came in with that candle and i started singing you may have noticed that i wasn't singing any words i was just going ah yeah. Yeah? yeah so that was my way of just kind of improvising and just exploring that scale so that was a different kind of impro improvisation to what Yalini was doing later on so those are all different forms of exploring in your head like okay where do I want to go how do I show that feeling or that emotion or bring out the beauty of that rag rag meaning scale 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 yeah. And also for me, um, should I talk about the, my role and how I improvise or, yeah, um, I'm a nymph in Orpheus. Um, so uh, Justin has given, already chosen a composition, you know, obviously it's all been written beautifully and translated. So when he gave me my composition, the one obviously I'm singing for the first scene, uh, it's in Urdu. So what has, I mean, it's each, any, any classical music, I think we all have a, uh, a scale and we call it a raga. So that has its own mood, it has its timing, it has its own expressions. So within that frame, it's quite structured and we need to obviously obey the rules, but within that, we can actually flow beautifully. So that's the wordings I was playing with because I have to give, it's, it's when you're working in a theater, I mean, like an opera, obviously it has to be very expressive, isn't it? It has to be very meaningful. So if I have a poetry, like four lines, it's good to do a poetry in a, in a singing form, but if I put my emotion into it through improvisation, so like, you know, if I say, hi, how are you? Or say, hi, how are you? You know, there's like, there's a different way of I can say, hi, how are you? Ah, hi, hi, how are you? Or, well, I'm really happy, I'm happy, I'm okay. So the same thing, it's like my singing, I'm saying, 
Uh, I'm talking about actually music. I can't disclose the whole composition. But what I'm giving, I'm kind of sending a message to the audience that this is the singing, please come. I'm singing for all of you. And the, through my improvisation, which still in my mind, I keep the structure of the particular composition and it's you have to obey that i mean i have to respect you can't come out of it within that frame but i can actually move freely and i can express my feeling through my music through the lyrics for orpheus for the production and um, that's the beauty and that's the, and every time another interesting mm, point mm. and deepa will agree that it's not completely fixed. I mean, it's fixed, but mm. every time you sing, it's a joy to create something new. Every day, same lyrics, same expression, but something you feel is something different. Like it will never be the same, same. every yeah. time you watch it. If I perform just 100 be... times and if you record, there will be something um, different. Yeah. Meaningfully different. Yeah. Mm. That's really interesting that it's more about expressing the music differently than just like improvising for the fun of it. And I love mm. the idea that you use music to express how your character would be like feeling mm. and like what they would be like thinking in that moment. Mm. Liddy, do you have any questions? I do have a question, actually. Um, I was wondering um, what vocal techniques you used in Orpheus? That's a big <laughs> subject. That's a really big subject. Oh. Um, Are there any like main vocal techniques you used? Well, one of the things I would say for sure, working in this, is we we realised that there's a very strong difference between the vocal technique of a say a soprano or a tenor um, compared to how we sing. So, for instance, if you saw if the the easiest way to compare probably was that very opening where Amy was singing yeah. with me and um, there is uh, with opera singers, obviously they're singing like they can hit the back of the, the hall, you know, like their voice can reach that wall or beyond. Whereas our singing is a little bit more internal. Um, there, there are lots of tiny little movements within our singing, um, but that, that's part of our training. So um, we're not big on the out there, but we're big on the very, very intricate. Uh, yeah, we have a things. different, because the Indian music, the way a classical musician been trained is just a different technique. <coughs> you know, it's just a different technique, the expression and the words. And it's we use, um, and also obviously most of the time we perform in front of the microphone. Mm. So that's another thing. But generally, I think it's slightly softer. I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's slightly mm. softer. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, everything is good, but it's just a different technique that we, 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 you know, we learn and express. I mean, opera, I think it's, it's uh, they, normally they don't need any microphone when they sing. So that's a huge difference, isn't it? So expression and the training. I mean, that's the beauty. That's why we're getting all the different sound. Mm. So we will never be bored. I it is always we are new sound with our voices and the opera. Um, for sure, for me, I think I have a generally bassier voice. So um, a lot of the opera stuff that I've had to sing, I've had to use my head voice quite a bit. <laughs> me too. Um, me too. So that's been something that's been different yeah. and something we've had to kind of work on and definitely. practice because it's not something we're used to doing in our Indian yeah. singing. So yeah, that's definitely definitely. One. I agree. Mm. 
Yeah. So during the production at any time, did anyone use microphones or...? Mm. During rehearsals, no. And so that was probably the hardest part for us because um, you can imagine when you've got opera singers and they're quite loud and we're really quiet. And then so our music director, Jazdeep, he was like, sing louder, sing louder. And it's it, uh, physically sometimes impossible for us to go louder than what we're doing. Sometimes it doesn't suit our music. Mm because it's very subtle and very intricate. Yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a very good question. When, as a, as a classical musician, when we perform, we always sit with the company instruments. You know, they actually, we come, we sit together and perform mm. all the time. Exactly how you saw where the two gentlemen were singing. Um, oh, and everybody was sitting bit. on the cushions and things. That's how a typical Indian concert happens. And so, you know, what's interesting is we actually don't, in our tradition, have a conductor. We are the conductor. Are the yeah. conductor. Yeah. And so, therefore, our musicians need to almost be near us because so we that, conduct. Yeah, yeah, that brings me to that's going taking me back to an earlier question about the conductor, whoever asked about the conductor. Yeah. So, yeah. The of the conductor. one of the reasons why sometimes we're all going like that is because <clears throat> instead of looking to a conductor who is kind of keeping everything together we're kind of we're doing, doing that yeah. and we're just keeping each other in in yeah in line yeah mm. yeah so um my third and final question sadly <laughs> we've got some questions for you oh, so okay, yeah so what is your favorite song or part of the music to um sing or hear but you can't say your own piece <laughs> no okay right i have my favorite. can we take turns on this Mm. I love Act Five. Yeah. And I love where um, Orpheus and Apollo are just interacting. And it's, it's very emotional. It's very, it's kind of bringing hope back because, you know, he'd been, he'd been trying to get Eurydice and he couldn't. And like now he's looking heavenward and stuff and it's all philosophical and mm. spiritual but happy kind mm. of weirdly bittersweet isn't it yeah i i like i like apollo and um orpheus it's really hard for me to pick a favorite one <laughs> yeah. i like all of them yeah um, okay if i had to pick one i would probably say we do we sing a song you would have seen this one actually right at the end of act two um where we're kind of mourning the loss of you that was um, Katie's favorite song. Yeah, yeah she that, said she really liked that it. That for me, as a performer, when I'm on stood on stage, the emotions that we feel, and then you would have had a male singer come in right at the end, yeah. and when that comes in, that's just so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, and the um, sense of ensemble yeah. that you get within that one. And that's not the first time both Western and Indian singers come together, but that is the strongest point when yeah. we both come and in. And it's lovely because the Western singers are are kind of joining in as well so it's all of us isn't yeah, it yeah it's just high yeah. energy i love yeah, it it's yeah, yeah yeah how many people in the opera on and off stage good question i think we have i think there are 33 performers 33 yeah um stage management is what should we eight, pass nine? this question on maybe to yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah please yeah i guess we have yeah 33 performers on the stage and yep. then backstage you have all kinds of people so you've got the stage management team who will check everybody's in the right place at the right time you've got the technical team who are checking that the lighting's correct that the sound is all perfect um, and you've got all the costume team, so they will be checking that everybody's in the right costumes and looks absolutely beautiful on stage, as you'll have seen. Um, I don't think I've missed anybody out, but 
yeah, there's prompt corner, so there's people if people forget what they're meant to be doing to let them know what they're doing. <laughs> so it's, it's actually all in all quite a big team, and that's not counting the team back in the office who are doing all the things like sorting out the marketing of the production, making sure everybody knows it's on, um, getting the posters up, um, getting the word out there. So it's quite a big thing putting an opera on, actually. It's a lot of people. Okay, and my second question is, were there any characters banned but never used? Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I have no idea. I think so, because basically the whole idea, it was brought about through um, a collaboration between Opera North and South Asian Arts UK, and it was inspired by this opera that we keep mentioning, which was an opera that Monteverdi wrote back in the 17th century called L'Orfeo. So all of the characters grew out of that, and they've changed and evolved over the time. When Jazdeep came on board, uh, a lot of those characters were then... Um, reference sort of South Asian characters and myths as well so it did change but they essentially remain the characters that were in that original piece so although we've renamed the nymphs and the shepherds and what have you and the mm. messenger um, they were all in that original Monteverdi opera so for you singing um, or like just being on stage what is the most difficult um, part for you to perform for me, it was movement and singing because in, in, in Indian music, you kind of sit still and you're just kind of really zooming in, zoning in. And um, with dancing and stuff like that, I just was like, <coughs> shall, I, shall I like try and remember which way my left hand goes? And, or, you know, yeah. Um, uh, and obviously, you know, you have to control your breath so that you're not out of breath when you're dancing and singing. So that was my, my little... I mean, the performance, another is a challenge for me is deliver what you have been asked to deliver and exactly on that time frame. Because we are all, as a solo artist, you know, we can sing for 10 minutes, 15, I'm just saying, but within, if it is three and a half minutes, three and a half minutes, it, it, it's, it's quite challenging, I think, and to, to deliver in that moment, that scene with, with the best way, I think, you know, I mean, that's... Um, even though it sounds like it was, it's been really challenging to bring this production to life and make it what it is, it also sounds like you've had, like, a lot of fun bringing Definitely. this production oh, to yeah, life. Definitely, yeah, for sure. It's Definitely. been such a nice process yeah. working with each other. It's a fabulous team, and there's so much sense of humour, and, yeah, everyone's... everyone's <laughs> Everyone's passionate, but at the same time, there's lightheartedness, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, I was actually going to go back to an earlier question you asked about how did we um, blend the two music yeah. styles. And actually, aside from the music, it also only worked because we were all very open yeah. to this collaboration. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked if we all came in and, um, you know, didn't we, we weren't willing to didn't. change or we weren't yeah. willing to have something new. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why. And it's been a lot of fun in the rehearsal It's been rooms, a lot of fun. It? A lot it's of been fun. a lot of fun. Um, do you have any questions for us? Definitely. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> when can I ask my question? <laughs> yeah. Like, now, so, <laughs> um, I, I would really, really like to know um, what sticks in your mind what did you take away when you left and when you when you think back to it last night? What do you remember the most? 
Um, well, I enjoyed everything about it. The last song was my favourite bit. Most of us were singing it while we were leaving. But, oh, um, my yeah. God. <laughs> I, I, that was, is a high compliment. That's a massive compliment. The only bad thing oh. is that we couldn't understand what everyone was saying, so it was a great you, thing well, that, yeah. every, that there were subtitles. Yeah, yeah. well, so, yeah. Because yeah. um, I, I was wondering about the subtitles, thinking, well, do some people notice that they there. I feel like maybe sometimes it's slightly mistranslated and it's like appears You're on the screen simpler on. than what yeah, you're yeah. actually singing. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. very true. So in the Indian languages what was happening is it was translated from Italian to English into the Indian language yeah. and back translated. You know, it was back translated. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, somewhere along mm-hmm. the lines. So, yeah. But I'm just glad Probably it's Probably at all points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I thank you all for being here. I haven't even seen the play, but I seem very intrigued and I would like to watch it somehow. (laughs) I mean, the whole like concept, sorry, pardon me. The whole concept of this, like it sounds very intriguing. The storyline, the music as well. I just, I'm really interested and um, I would love to see the play. It's a powerful story. It's a really powerful story. Actually, on that note, um, if you would like to talk a bit more about how they could come about watching the production. If there's any. So the production opens tomorrow, which is the 14th of October, and runs for a week in Leeds. So we have performances on the Saturday, the Tuesday, the Thursday. And as Yalini mentioned, we've got a matinee performance on the 22nd, which is the Saturday as well. Um, and if people want tickets, um, go online. So it's just www.operanorth.co.uk and you'll find the Orpheus page on there. Or we've got a box office, which is just on the corner of New Brigate and Harrison Street. And you can just nip in there um, and buy your tickets there if you like. And we've got all sorts of deals, particularly for you for guys people, for the yeah. under 30s. Um, can come for a tenner. Actually, I think probably you could come for free because we have the tickets for even younger people for free. True. Um, and it's, it's like, I'm sure you'll agree from having been last night, it's like nothing you will ever have heard before mm. and possibly won't hear again for a long time. Yeah. So it really is an opportunity to see something that is truly, I truly special. Say I'm very impressed with you guys. How yes. much you yeah. are engaged in what you were taking part in and asking such relevant questions and um i'm um, um, yeah thank, thank you. you thank you for uh, amazing thank you. amazing thank you. wonderful oh.